See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right. Technical issues have been resolved. Yeah. Ears are now open. Technical hey. issues with our movies today haven't what, been resolved. What though. is this? Who are we? What are we talking about? This is know. Slow Robot A Go-Go Show 202. And my name is Mal. With me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. Need some coffee or something, brother? You you look like you're out of it a little bit. You're, oh, you're I'm okay. Sta- you're just staring I'm just, off I'm just, into. I'm just in DefCon Five. <laughs> nice. We got two whoppers of movies. Yeah, whoppers. I actually enjoyed both movies today this week, but uh, we'll we'll talk about those a little bit later. Hey, you know we got we got a. Uh, why am I staring at your fan? I don't know. I don't must know. be hypnotized. You're like whoa. Um. It's like the umbrella of the did, penguin. We, we, we got. I think it was on our Facebook page. We got like a, a note from Roddy Frey. Oh yeah, you know what? I forgot to yeah. reply to that. That was really funny and Don cool. did. Oh yeah. No, and he also uh, he also wrote like a thing talking about um. Like the like, he like he doesn't he hates when um like uh, like mothers and daughters don't look anything alike like they just get two actresses like like whoever oh, yeah, yeah, you know right. <laughs> where they should kind of resemble each other and it was a good point and I I was thinking about it but I was at work so I did I was like oh uh, you know and I I forgot to uh, to uh, to reply or you know some so I have to write something and you know I, I didn't mean to. Not say anything, you know, but it was yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, that one movie where Pam Greer was the mom and Sissy Spacek was the daughter, it just didn't work for me, you know. It just didn't. <laughs> yeah, when Don't Carrot Top and Johnny Cash were so- father and son traveling yeah, across the West, it didn't, it didn't happen. It didn't happen, you know. I can only stretch Be- my... Because Johnny Cash would kill him in like three minutes. He'd be like, Carrot Top's we're a done. muscle man now, though. Uh, like, I'd, he'd uh, Elkabong him with his guitar and that'd yeah, be probably, the end of it. Yeah, Kick him probably. into the... Right into the cactus. He from the grave he would do it too. You know, Johnny comes back. The man comes back. Well, you know. When the man comes around, that's me. <laughs> Kabong. Exactly. <laughs> Remember El Kabong? Oh, El Kabong. I used to love that man. That was that. Like, yeah. Quick draw. Yeah. <laughs> Quick draw McGraw. Hey, Bubba Louie. <laughs> Those are the greatest cartoons ever. Yes, man. they were. Uh, I think yeah. if you were, uh, <laughs> I'd love to have like a compilation of those and just sit down with a case of beer and uh, let the evening go where it goes. Oh yeah, I'll go into some great places <laughs> before you fall asleep or yeah. pass out. That's the problem. You remember them fondly, then you watch them, you're like, oh my god, these oh, are no, terrible. They're but not bad. They're, they're not the... bad. They're not bad. They're they're good, cheap Hanna Barbera fun. I love the my one. I one I always uh, talk about a lot is a uh, courageous cat and meteor mouse or minute, minute, mouse minute mouse with that theme song yeah man. well that was like a direct rip off it was just and that the car looked just like the Batmobile the Batman, but yeah. it was, it was oh, so yeah. great oh did, my god did you ever see Batfink that was another Batman kind of <laughs> but I think Bob Kane was involved in it he created Batman so he gets away with it oh <laughs> nice. uh, yeah some of those 60s cartoons are so amazing that's they the were golden, they were crazy that's like know? my golden era of cartoons nice. people will say it's Warner Brothers but I say it's like 60s TV oh man. it's all good I love it, it all it kicked Nice. What did you watch this week, man? Uh, nothing that I can remember. So I'll I'll so give it to you. So nothing, eh? I'll give it to you. All I watched right. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Hey, I was half right. You were right. You were you were the more right than me. I was half right. I was so happy. Oh my god, I was so happy how that turned out. <laughs> I was because j- I, I don't even. It's not that I dislike Carolina. I don't. Uh, I I like them no. and I want them to do well. I wanted Manning to just win and I want him to just go away. Like yeah, basically. Like not go away, but I mean, stop playing. Just go into the yeah. you know happy go, hall of fame. Go to the hall of fame. You know, come in as a consultant or whatever. He's a yeah. very intelligent guy. Uh, but I that's what I was just I was like oh I want him to win so bad because I like I like him I like Peyton Manning you know just go right in the sunset with uh, your Budweisers wink wink nudge nudge that was so funny twice <laughs> he yeah well he twice owns, he pimped he owns them. um he owns yeah, like he a owns distributor some or distributors something like that. yeah it's so like, great and then he hugged Papa John I think or yeah something. shook his hand that was funny God. I don't I mean who cares yeah uh, that's just Hey, when you're building a a, a million multi million dollar that's reti- empire, that's his retirement fund, you dude. Know? Whatever, you know. Uh, but yeah, so now, okay, great. Now Cam, you know, now Carolina can win out a no, couple years no, and some of that. Can't. I don't no, they care. No, I care. I don't think they win. Eh. I don't like Cam Newton. He's kind of a he's kind of a. He I didn't a like how past. I didn't like how he reacted, but 
I but I can understand. I, I was gonna say a young young me, guy pissed. You a young know? me wouldn't have been in any mood to sit there either. I know they have to like legally, like they're bound to sit there and listen to crap. But I was, uh, you know, when I was that age, I was pretty aggressive and and not prone to listen to anyone. I, I just wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to warn you something. If throughout the show, well, if, I'll wait till you finish drinking your coffee. Am I going to spit it all over the mic? <laughs> if you're, if, you, if throughout the show, you worry about me hitting myself, then don't worry about it. I'll tell you what the problem is off the air. But if you see me hitting myself, don't freak out. Oh, okay, no problem. He's like, mm, fire bad. He's like a Frankenstein yeah, thing. Anyway. All right, so anyway, yeah, I did watch, uh, other than the Super Bowl, which, yay, I was so happy. I would have been happier if I would have won some of my money. Did you, you, know, did you uh, do Speedo the, Man uh, did the, 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 the checkered pass oh, thing, thing, and yeah. uh, I I kept yes. up my streak of not winning shit ever. You know, so, yay, I'm still poor. Uh, but then um, I watched Spy, which was like a, a modern kind of a, it was a, a, a spoof. Mm. Of a spy movie, but it was more of a comedy than a spoof. I'll say mm. that. Um, where yeah, I thought I laughed a lot. I thought it was a very funny movie. It was well done. Um, you know, if you're looking for a comedy and you like the kind of James Bond, uh, not a, not knocking on James Bond, but kind of like in the vein of James Bond, but not, then uh, Spy's a funny one. Is it the? Is it's a new one. It's is it? That's not the the guys who did. Uh, no, I I kind of I, 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 I pitched it wrong. It's just a comedy. Okay. It's not a spoof. It just does a lot you. of the I same tropes, you. you know, yeah, so it's yeah, really funny. Yeah. I, I watched Avengers: Age of Ultron. Hmm. Um, meh. I like the first. I like the first Avengers. This one, it's not that it lost me. It just wasn't. Um, maybe it wasn't as fresh or new or something. I don't know. I, yeah. It wasn't bad. I was just like, whatever. Who cares? You know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, oh this and then I watched the last one. I watched was this is a very strange movie. It's uh from 1916. It's called uh, Mystery of the Leaping Fish. I would advise everyone to go Silent out... Silent movie? Yes. I'd advise everyone to go out and look, watch it. Um, it's on YouTube. Uh, there's a remastered version on YouTube. This is a very strange drug... <laughs> it's a drug-like comedy. It's, it's making fun of Sherlock Holmes. And he has a bandolier of hypodermic needles filled with drugs. And he has uh, canisters of things that say cocaine on them. This is from what year? 1916. Wow. Th- that's what I said. That's what got me into it. And I was like, wait, what? Because he has like a clock on the wall that says, eat, dope, eat, sleep, dope, drink. Are you and sure so, this isn't a spoof? No, no, it wasn't. Movie? I thought it was. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. So I looked it up to make sure that I wasn't getting duped. Because th- that's what I thought. I was yeah. like, this is just BS. Nope. Like they made like he was they were making fun of this drug culture and he would he would get all sad and then he would inject it into his hand like fake inject it then he'd go <laughs> and he'd throw his mustache and then he went and solved this crime okay. about these opium dealers w- with um hop sum laundry they they were chi- fake Japanese guys or Chinese guys um import like importing um opium. He's sitting there eating like a can of opium, and he's like, he hops the rest of the this movie. It is insane. It is either, well, and again, maybe the internet has lied to me. I'm almost positive this is a real thing. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to check this. Check out. it out. It's it's 30 minutes. It's not like it's a long investment. It's not a two hour movie. It's just crazy. Cause, Did you IMDb it by the way? Um, no, I didn't. Let's pause. That, that, let's that, pause right this second. We'll be right back. All right, so so that that settles that. IMDb has it. Douglas Fairbanks played yeah. the character Coke Any Day. He's the he's the, the Sherlock wow. Holmes guy. Wow. Bessie Love was the little fish blower. That's not a weird thing. They go to the beach and they they're they're all like riding around in these like inflated, weird looking fish balloons. And from 1916, so she's the one that pumps them up. Not anything sexual or weird. And then Alan Sears was a gent rolling in wealth. Wow. And then Tom Wilson is the police chief. He gets called because he's like, there's this, there's this guy who's rolling in wealth. And they shoot, they go to his apartment, and he's they fill the entire apartment with money. And the guy's literally sleeping in money, and he wakes up, and he goes, you there, servant, um, iron out a stack of money for me. So this iron, this he starts ironing money that the guy was sleeping on. But, I mean, he, there's, like, the whole room is filled with money. It's so... This is a crazy movie. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. All right. Um, I'll check it I, out. I would... If... I don't even... I don't even love, love 
silent comedies. I mean, I don't I don't mind silent films at all, but they are hard to get through in modern oh, sure. brain. Uh, but no, this one is you're gonna go. What the hell am I watching for like ninety percent of it? And it's it's, Sounds it's like hilarious. It. It's Sounds it's like the it. weirdest thing because we I mean everyone always like oh it's so crazy and edgy now. <laughs> Yeah, 1916, when a guy has a canister of coke. When all that stuff was probably legal. And and he like he has a canister of of coffee thing of cocaine. And at one point, the whole bunch of guys are run, like running around. He just takes a handful of coke and throws it in their faces. And then they all start like falling over and like they're all coked out and stuff. Was, oh my god! It was a, it's insane. So look, do yourself a favor. Go and spend the 30 minutes. It's called the mystery of the leaping fish. And uh. You'll be glad you did, because it is insanity. And his car is like this... He's driving this car, and it's all checkered. <laughs> and then the guy who's like... It's its a weird car, because back in the early iterations of cars, it wasn't all gas. There was electric, and there was steam. Hmm. And I think this was an electric car. But I don't know for certain. I don't know how it was powered. They were doing a lot of experimental stuff back then. Um, and... Uh, before you know, gas reigned supreme, and they said, sure. "No, this is what we're gonna do." Sure. So, uh, so he's driving. He's in this car, and there's a guy standing up in almost like this platform directly above him in this car. I think he's operating it, maybe. And then he turns around, and they're playing checkers on a checkerboard car, and he's losing. So he takes some, he injects himself with some coke, then he jumps over all the pieces and wins, and then runs off to solve this crime. It, it, like honestly, this is. The best yeah, thirty I'll minutes you'll ever. All out. right, I'm not gonna be gushing over this insane movie, but uh, all right. that tells you there's always another crazy movie around the corner. Like we yeah. have, <laughs> we haven't done anything from the teens yet. No, I, I almost like, I was almost like, I should use this for our movie next week. <laughs> but I just talked about it. It's for, only thirty minutes. Exactly. But so. That'd be a good one though. Oh it won't God. take much of our Dude. time. Yeah. All right. Well, here's some movie trailers. But you already, you already told everybody. So. That's the problem. I now I can't. But. Uh, Go see it. I swear. Go see it. All right. We'll be right back. Here's some movie trailers to entertain your brain while you look that up on YouTube. It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your ass. Buck and the Preacher, the first black western. They said that Lincoln won his war against slavery. They said blacks were free to pursue their own lives. But now, Buck and the Preacher tells the real story. We want this buck. I'm Buck. Sidney Portier as Buck. Harry Belafonte as the preacher. I'm the Reverend Willis Oaks Rutherford of the High and Low Order of the Holiness Persuasion Church. Buck and the preacher. Black power in the Old West, where equality was a pair of scatter guns and a 44 hidden in the good book. Sidney Poitier and Harry Belafonte in Buck and the Preacher with Ruby Dee and Cameron Mitchell. The story of free men who refused to say Massa. From Columbia Pictures, rated PG and beautiful. Parental guidance suggested. It's hillbilly hookers and hot-headed truckers coming your way in Redneck County where the sheriff is meaner than a junkyard dog. Boy, when I get my hands on your... I'm gonna put it under the jail. White Lightning, wild women, and a couple of good old boys who got a plan to stick it to the man. They're boozing, brawling, and blasting the way across Redneck County with Alex Karras as Smokey. Redneck County, rated PG. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Um, まあ、9時みたいなのがあるわけですけれどもね、そこに私なんか頑張ることを頑張り続けなさいって書いてあって、ちょっとショックっていうかもう何をしたらいいのだろうかみたいな、よくわからんみたいなそういう感じなんですよ
Wow, that was a smattering of trailers, huh? And other stuff. L- Little Whorehouse on the Prairie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you don't hear much play on that one. No, no. <sighs> what was it? What was the, the, the Redneck Country? Yeah. Howdy. Yeah, was, it was the best little whorehouse in Texas. That was the movie. Oh, that was the one. Then they just did that. Well, this one was something different, though, right? This yeah, but it was a play on it. Oh, it was see? a play. Weird. Back in the 70s. And, oh, and 70s. You're so crazy. 70s. Yeah, I know. I, the 70s owe me, too, for all the <laughs> all the promotion that I've done for them. <laughs> 70s. Cough up the check. Tell me about it. Man. All right, what are we doing? What's the first movie, man? What, what, what did you pick for this week? Uh, what did I pick? I picked uh, <laughs> one of the greatest... 1950s monsters ever. Yeah. The Giant Claw. The Giant Claw. From 1957. Not Ray Harryhausen. No, but did you read that the producer originally wanted Ray Harryhausen? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Who wouldn't want Ray Harryhausen? He couldn't afford him, so he went to a studio in Mexico, and therefore, and then we get the Giant Claw. The Giant Claw, which is a weird-looking buzzard... Buzzard, Battle, gigantic giant bird, vulture, buzzard, vulture, yeah, more like a vulture. I don't know if it from outer space. I guess uh, the way I kind of took it was they showed that cl- they showed some stock footage of them building airstrips in Alaska, or yeah. which was also used in uh, uh, invasion or Earth versus the flying saucers. Oh. Same shot. That's why I was like, I saw this movie before because I have Earth versus flying saucers. I was like, oh no, that's just stock footage that like a lot of people probably used. And they were showing, like, drilling deep down, so that kind of made me think, oh, maybe it came from the Earth. But they didn't ever make that connection, you know? No, because they were talking about the uh, the the bird had some kind of electromagnetic field. Right, you know. Wherever the hell that came from. I will say, and, and this is, this sometimes, I think, I do think sometimes the internet ruins stuff that it would be enjoyable. Sure. I watched this movie, loved it, thought it was funny, Thought the story was one that I've seen a million times, but I enjoy it. You know, you know, you know who borrowed this story. It's a movie that we did a few months ago. Tell me that this not not the whole story because the movie I'm going to talk about had a, a separate storyline going on. But a uh-huh. last movie reminds me of Q. Yeah. Yeah, the, the winged the eggs, Oh, the yeah. The eggs laying all over the place, and then at the end doing the New York thing and biting. And this bird just didn't, like, go around, like, you know, flying. It, it went after people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was, was picking funny. people like, off and I love I love those freaking, I like those teens that were out for kicks, yeah, man. That was, that was, that was like hot a, rods to hell. It was such a stupid boob bar. That was like hot rods to hell. <laughs> I laughed. I was like, oh, yeah, man, we're doing it for the kicks, man. Yeah. Get out of the way, Grandpa. <laughs> But um, uh. so this movie um, and, and what I, what I, what I was originally talking about was, I go I love this movie. I I, th- I actually liked the special effects for what they were. You realize it's a puppet, but it articulated. Sure. That there was a few shots that they used where the the beat like the eyes moved, yeah. the beak moved. Like it was it looked like a rubber suit monster. Uh-huh. You know the oh, near and dear to my heart. I love them. I watch them all the time. So I thought it was perfectly fine then i go online and see how everyone hates it and it's the stupidest thing ever and i was like well now wait a minute so now everyone if i would have read that first i'd have been like oh this is just some yeah, dumb thing you would have gotten like some kind like of a bad like, impression you before gotten you prejudice. but i didn't i watched it and so loved don't read it. anything I, read after uh, yeah that's what i like to do i watch the movie and afterwards i read about it i've been doing that for the last maybe year or so i don't used read to do before i used to do it before and then it it, it taints your, it does. It your, does your opinion. It. it does taint your opinion, and yeah. Because I watched it, and I was like, I had a great time watching this movie. Yeah. Was it perfect? Of course not. The the, the guy who's the main character is, Jeff Ex- is Exeter from freaking... Uh, th- Jeff Morrow, This, Mar- yeah, this yeah. Island Earth. Yeah. He's like, I was trying to like, why do I know Ma- this guy? Mara Corday was in a bunch of movies in the 50s, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was reading something. They interviewed her about this movie, her about this movie. She said that they did all their scenes. They had no idea what the monster was going to look I like. I saw that. And if they would have, they probably would have been laughing their butts off. But she, she, I think she was embarrassed when she went to the premiere or so, or, or something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It was, but like, and then and I always the other thing I always try to do is instead of being all critical, this was made in the fifties. Shut man. your brain. This was made in the fifties. This was just a funny, goofy sci-fi movie. I gotta tell you, when I was a little kid, I saw this like in the 
I don't know, 66 or 67 on television. Uh-huh. It freaked me out because then that bird walks up, you know, like a, does his close-ups on the camera. It's a weird-looking bird, man. It's, it's probably, you know, when you're like eight years old, seven years old, you know, you, it freaks you out a little bit. It leaves an, you know. it leaves an impression. I don't, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I've seen it. Never seen anything uh, like it before. No, and, and, uh, and I, I, it's funny. It is you one know? of the goofiest monsters, but yeah. that's the charm of this uh this, we've uh, seen way dumber. Spectacle. We've seen way dumber in the stuff we watch, you know. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so so the the story is there in they're setting up the radar, the radar uh, safety devices that we, that they put along Alaska for early warning radar system. That's what it was. Um, they used the stock footage to establish where they were. Then they were like some. He's like an electrical mechanic, pilot, engineer, pilot. Uh, that he was help set helping set up the thing, and they're off to a rocky start because he's a wild guy, you know. He's a wild and crazy guy. Yeah, he's a wild and crazy guy. And foxes. So he sees what he describes as a UFO the size of a battleship. Now you're gonna hear that phrase a lot in this movie. Yeah. So hunker down and get used to hearing UFO the size of a battleship. I guess they kept wanted to drive it home, you know. In case uh, you didn't hear it the first time. You're going to hear it a lot more. It's almost like they're hypnotizing you. Yeah. UFO battleship. <laughs> so then, like, they, then, like, he, while he's still flying around trying to find this thing, they, as a protocol, they scatter these planes to go, like, fighter jets to go try and find this thing. Mm-hmm. So he comes back down, and, oh, but, but before that, like, he does, like, this, this bu- flyover that buzzes the, the tower, and then that's why he's he's just a crazy weirdo. He's he's a nut job, you know. Yeah, Mara Corday, the scientist, she wanted him to do another one because she's doing her f- facts reading. Yeah. And I, I would, it's I didn't get it at the beginning, but there was one scene that led me to believe that they they were boyfriend and girlfriend or something because there's that one inappropriate scene. And in no, the, that's when they start being in the, on the plane. Cause can you imagine? He just like kisses her. And you're like, what the? She's like hell? sleeping. He just kisses her. And she's like, oh, you're so funny today. Yeah. Oh, now that's that you rape. You've raped me. Yeah. That's I mean, you'd be killed. Exactly. Oh but this was God. the 50s, though. Yeah. When better that was, times. Better times. <laughs> also, his stank-ass cigarette breath. Oh, yeah. He just puts out a cigarette and then leans over and starts making out with this girl while she's sleeping. You're like, wait, what am also, I watching? he was like 30 years older than her. Yeah, kind of. Like. Anyway, but back to the story. Yeah. So... So so now so he lands and this this general like rips into him about how he would kill him and have him court martialed for like five minutes and you're like but he can't because he's a civilian yeah and he's flipping out and flipping out and he's like he you know he's like calling him a liar and I'm so angry because we lost one of the planes didn't come back so somebody died yeah which okay now you understand why he's so serious but still you're not gonna just yell and berate somebody for five minutes and then they they don't even have any rebuttal no retort you know sure so i was like okay whatever so this guy's like i know what i saw so shut up and then they leave they literally just go on a plane and go yeah, away yeah they, they say they say the new york yep. go back to new york <laughs> okay so when they're when when they're on the plane in new york that's when the inappropriate uh <laughs> kiss happened molestation as it yeah. were and then they start talking about like the the bird and he goes you know what you know, it just it just hit me because he's like, "Give me, you got your map," and she's got her map or whatever. So he like starts marking where the bird is is uh, yeah. has, has killed or whatever. Or taking down planes because at planes. this point he's taking down like five planes, you know. And he does like this like kind of optical wheel, and it says, "Look, there's a pattern here, but we don't know what exactly what it is." But he's definitely going to different places around and going in a circular pattern and uh, you know doing something. So. You know, they go back to New York, and, you know, they're, they're talking to the... Uh, yeah, he says that, and then they're like, nah, shut up and go to sleep. Oh, yeah. okay, well, all right. Yeah, so they so they go back to New York, and then, you know, the bird starts, like, you know, you know doing... Wrecking shit up. Wrecking stuff up. Smacking the place around, you know, smacking the earth around a little bit, you know. Yeah, exactly. He's getting... And, and then, at some point... Oh, she, we forgot. What? Uh, before they flew to New York, they crashed the plane... And then they were at Pepe's house. Well, no, on the way to New York, they crashed the plane. That's the remember on the way to the, the, when no, 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 no. This is that they went to try to get to New York twice. This one where he molested somebody was after. That was after, yeah, yeah. yeah. The so first time, first time they're on this little like That's ca- right, this little, this little army that, yeah. plane. Then they crash. The bird hit. The, him. The, the bird hit him, and then they go to Pepe's house, and that's where this like overacting the dude. Yeah, the, uh, the legend of the. The Cucamonga or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. This guy, like, this guy's, like, giving him his homemade hooch, 
And he's like, oh, this Applejack. Will, yeah, this will cure everything. And he, Senor, you know, he's talking French because it's this French can- Canadian. Yeah, yeah, you know. eh? And then, uh, and then he he he's paralyzed with fear because he thought he saw the the machuchu kupu or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's got like a stupid. witch's a bird's head and a witch's body. Or yeah, something. he's like I saw it, and then and you're like, no, you didn't. Just be quiet, you know. But it and, does kind of buzz by there. Yeah. So it's like so doing he did it. see it. He did see something, and he passes out. Yeah. So then, like they end up after that. Then the, they the, shuffle the maid, off. Another and major yeah. comes back and goes, "You're going back to you're New going York." You're going. I'm getting the plane. Rum, 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 rum. So yeah, when they go back to New York, you know, they're telling the the, the generals or whatever at the Pentagon, wherever it is. It wasn't the Pentagon. It was somewhere in New York. The Octagon. The Octagon. Yeah, with Chuck Norris. The fighting circle. Yeah. Yeah. And then more planes are getting hit because you know blah blah. So then at some point, the uh, Maricorde deduces that. This bird must be nesting eggs, laying eggs. So yeah, let's go back to Pepe's house. Yeah. Oh, hi, Pepe. We're here yeah. again. Let's go to back to one of its spots yeah. that <laughs> yeah. that we you marked down, and let's go see what happens. Yeah, these but there's got to be an egg somewhere we can get them. And then they rush out. They're like, I know we can do it. So then the, that's when they got in the car, and that's when they're like hassled by some some yeah. some teens out for kicks. Because at this point, there's a there nobody is uh, what's that called like the. When no, when you're not supposed to leave your house, uh, a qu- uh not a quarantine, but a. Uh, oh yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. it's a common word. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, we all, yeah, we know what it is. You know. So they, they're not nobody's supposed to be out and about. Martial law, no. Uh, yeah. Oh, or martial art. Yes. Ah, the hell with it. Okay. Don't worry about it. Everyone at home, you know what I'm trying to say. The government says don't leave the house, stay inside, don't travel because the bird. Can just, is all knowing and all seeing. If and you, he is going around picking people yeah, off. Yeah, he's going around and like trash and stuff. And if you're running around or driving, he grabs it and eats it mm-hmm. or whatever. So he's um. So they're driving. They're driving with their lights off so the bird doesn't see him to get to the to get to a Pepe's. plane to, to go to Pepe's, to Pepe's house. house. Yeah. And then and then like while they're doing this, some like teens in like a little hot rod, a little roadster. Like they come flying up the side and they're like, hey, old guys, you're square. We don't care about no bird. And the bird scoops up this car yeah. and kills them. Yeah. And they were like, out for kicks, man. They were doing it for the kicks, man. That's what you get, you. Yeah, you young whippersnappers. So then they get to Pepe's house and they just get guns. And then they they find this little nest and then they they uh they the, shoot the three of them. They go with yeah, Pepe three of them. Too. Pepe, Pepe flips out like. Pepe does. Yeah, they find the nest with the bird, and he's like, kind of like, oh, my little egg, you know. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. So they, they, they just, they shoot this, this egg up, and it's show this. And she's a, and he goes, are you, he goes to her. You're gonna, you, you can't shoot. She goes, I'm from Montana. I can shoot. You're like, okay. Uh, Women's live. Yeah, yeah. But Pepe's I, like, you know, hey, I get out oh, of here. Oh, it's me, Yeah. Or, hey, <laughs> le, yeah, I just me, oh, oh, sucker blue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cool the sack or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, he takes off and they shoot the egg and a bunch of times and the birds pissed. Yeah, the birds pissed. He actually swoops down at him, but he can't get him. Yeah. Well, they, they get, but he gets Pepe. He knocks know. trees on him and then they he kills Pepe. They off the camera. They just hear a scream. Pepe's dead. Yeah. And then there was I think at some point I don't know if it's before or after this, but they sent planes in the plane. What was that one scene that was hilarious where the the, the four guys are in the plane? <laughs> and like, I'm out of here. They jump they out. They jump on a parachute and then the bird like eats them in the parachute. <laughs> They're like, like parachute oh, down. He's man. like he's like showing these guys like sli- flying into this bird's mouth. So weird. Oh Which, man, this movie this movie is very odd. It's it is it's, odd. It stays true to what it is though. It's it does it doesn't like it's not off kilter where sometimes it it's is. a comedy, sometimes it's the. It, it, this is a solid sci-fi, and this is one of know. those movies which differentiates from other things that have been done. Where these actors are playing it straight, there is no like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's what makes a movie. That's what it, Godzilla is. The yeah, first couple. Yeah. Uh-huh. The first ones. These were serious. This was a serious thing. This wasn't no goofy. The first crap. one especially. Yeah. That this was, was a, a menacing grim, thing, and uh, it was, yeah, it was very great. Especially uh, the Japanese dark cut. Movie, yeah. The Japanese cut was solid. Like we're dying. This yeah, is we're nuclear, killing the world. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So um, at this point, <clears throat> this guy who does everything, Jeff uh, Morrow, Jeff yeah. Morrow, he like makes up some kind of thing that's gonna interrupt because bullets have no effect on this. Yeah, because the bird has got some kind of electromagnetic shield around it, which doesn't allow anything yeah. to penetrate its beak or whatever. Yeah, no. it's like Yard's Revenge if you remember that game from the Atari where mm-hmm. it had that electromagnet thing and then you had to get through it and then you could kill Yar. So, yeah. just like Yard's Revenge, this bird has this thing around it, 
And but he's gonna he builds uh, like this tube amp thing looking thing that yeah we'll put this on a plane and we'll disrupt it and then you can shoot him. And I was like, okay, that's weird, but whatever. So then they they hurry onto the plane, and then you know haste makes waste. They're flying. This thing ain't working right. They're just they're putting it together on the plane while they're flying. Right. Uh, the birds flipping out, trashing like the Empire State Building. Yeah, the brand, you know, the brand's up in New York, and he's like uh, terrorizing everybody. Yep. Like Q. Yep. He's he's wrecking everything, and then uh, then they finally they're shooting at it, and they're trying to distract it, and then the plane's flying, and then finally he's like, oh, I got it working. Woo, 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 woo. Oh, it works now. Yeah. Now he's his shields are down. They shoot this freaking bird beak thing. Yeah. And he just that's it. He just falls and goes as into the water. They, as soon as they got rid of the shield, that was it. Yeah. Shot him in the head with a pistol, and the bird like oh, and he just yeah. fell. Ah. He like Mark, and he just fell into the water and then sank. With his claw sticking out at the last shot. Yeah. I remember that oh. last shot as a kid. You know? I wish they would have shown like an egg go. And then it would have yeah. cut the black. That's that what I thought. Cute. I would have thought that. That's what I thought was going to happen. Like they'd have been like, "Oh, this bird's dead." And, and then like you just hear an bad. you hear an egg crack open, then black. The end. Question mark. Yeah, yeah, that would have would have been cool. Yeah. That's how I would have ended my movie. But you know, it was the fifties. Yeah, and they were like, "We're not doing another and one." And there was yeah, <laughs> you can't top it. You, know, you can only you can't. Uh, I don't know. I had a great oh, time. I, I, this is a classic. It was a classic, and I and, and until I was told I was supposed to hate it, I didn't hate it. Exactly. I right. don't hate it now. I thought it was yeah. it was a fine little. Yeah, don't listen to them. It was a fine little goofball movie. Yeah, that's, you know? that's exactly what I do when you when you give me a movie. More than likely, nine times out of ten, I don't read up about it. I just sit and watch it because I don't let want your me, preconceived notions. Yeah, let me look at it. You know, let me I look, look at, at it, it and know? then afterwards. I go, there's something, I, I didn't like this, I didn't like that, and then I'll read. Usually I read just to get a synopsis again, so if I miss something, then mm. I can pick some stuff up or whatever. But, um, uh, yeah, the goofy monster. Uh, this isn't an allegory for anything. This is just a no, monster movie. Just kids. an entertainment B-movie with a big, goofy-looking... Uh, it's another one of those great movies where it's like they made a poster and it looks like the scariest oh, thing in the world. If you even show I have the it. Monster, I have, that's what I yanked for the show. Yeah. For our, if you go on the slow robot... Did they even show the monster in the poster? Uh, let's take a look. I have I it right think, here. I don't even know if they do or not, but when you get when, when people saw this in the theater... Uh, oh uh, my look God. at it. Like It looks like a phoenix. Yeah, it looks like a phoenix. Yeah, they don't show his head. No, there's no head. And there's planes flying into it with a giant claw. It says right there, winged monster from 17, 17 million B.C., uh, big as a battleship, flies four times the speed of sound. Atomic weapons can't hurt it. Oh, my God, the giant claw. Yeah, there, there's that. other cool actors like Robert Shane and people like that in this movie. So <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a classic 50s. <laughs> yeah. That's a, I, I got some classic shots for our, uh, yeah. for our website, so make sure you... Uh, when you listen to this, uh, if you're hearing us from iTunes or wherever, make sure you go to uh, slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com because we have links on there, and oftentimes we have some real shenanigans pictures. So uh, yeah, this enjoy. is a uh, this is like a heavy duty, uh, you know, creature feature, chiller yep. theater movie. Funny stuff. Funny stuff. Good stuff. What are you gonna give it? An eight. Yeah. Just because of nostalgia. I was gonna say I'm gonna give it an eight too, out of nowhere. Just funny. Just, just it's I had good. a great time with yeah. it. It's a funny movie. Yeah. Not funny. I mean, it was a good movie. It was funny, silly, stupid. You laugh at it. You enjoy it's what it. It's a B movie should be. Exactly. All right. We're going to take a trailer break. When we come back, we're a little bit more serious. Oh, man. Stuff. We're going to get dystopian. Wah, wah. I always wondered what happened to you. Well, I fulfilled a lot of people's predictions about me. I've become a real scumbag. Yeah, good for you, Danny. You know, a lot of people go their whole lives without ever realizing what they want to be. <laughs> My name is Marita, and my experiences as a woman should be known by all women. For all women dream of a kind of love that so many husbands cannot give. A kind of love that my husband denied me. The kind of love I found on that island of erotica. That paradise of the South Pacific. Bora Bora. Bora Bora. An island where love has no inhibitions. And love is an art, and each of us an artist. Bora Bora, where, under a naked sun, a woman can become truly female. On Bora Bora, primitive passions challenge Western morals. Bora Bora stars Haiti Politov, Corrado Pagny, Doris Kuntzman. 
Bora Bora in color is rated R. You want a get... toe? I can get you a toe. Believe me. There are ways, dude. But you don't want to know about it, believe but me. Yeah, but Walter... Hell, I can get you a toe by 3 o'clock this afternoon with nail polish. It's so scary, we dare you to see The Monsters Crash the Pajama Party, the first movie ever filmed in horror vision, Hollywood's latest miracle. You'll scream as fiendish movie monsters actually become alive, then crash right out of the screen, go into the audience, and carry screaming girls from their seats right back into the picture to become part of the movie. We warn you, horror vision is not 3D. The movie monsters become real flesh and blood. Be sure to see The Monsters Crash the Pajama Party in horror vision and color. Me. I'm completely lost. I've hit rock bottom. Easy, easy. Whoa, you gotta calm down there, Chuck. I hurt people. I'm a dick. Well, being a dick ain't so bad. See, there's three kinds of people. Dicks, pussies, and assholes. Pussies think everyone can get along, and dicks just want to fuck all the time without thinking it through. But then you got your assholes, Chuck. And all the assholes want us to shit all over everything. So pussies may get mad at dicks once in a while because pussies get fucked by dicks. But dicks also fuck assholes, Chuck. And if they didn't fuck the assholes, you know what you'd get? You'd get your dick and your pussy all covered in shit. Man, crazy. That was a little speech from Team America. The, the scat puppet crazy uh, yeah. uh, Matt and Trey South Park creators. They've done some really weird, interesting movies. Yeah, that um, one especially. That one was out of control. <laughs> and that's, But still, there's a brilliance to it. Some of the stuff, when you hear it and you listen to how they're talking and things they're saying, it's like, wow, this, this is craziness, you know. Uh, but yeah. enough about oh, that. I'm Matt Damon. I'm Matt Damon. <laughs> I'm Matt Damon. But enough about that. Here's some other things. What are we... What are we What's the dystopian future we've been hurled into? A, I can't hear you. Uh, I must be deaf. Uh-oh. Wah, wah. Con. <laughs> that was, that's a stretch. Four. I know, isn't that horrible? <laughs> Uno, dos, tres. Oh, cuatro. Cuatro, uh, cinco. Hey. Hey. Cuatro. Ay, Dios mío. Con Qué película más buena es esta. <laughs> No habla. El futuro malo. No habla. El futuro sí, es you malo. Are. Bomba atómica. Ay, Dios. Anyway. Yes. Those things and more. Yeah. Exactly. This week on Slow Robot to Go Go. Exactly. Spanish yeah. lessons. <laughs> so, this week. So, basically, I chose DEFCON 4. Don't know why. Seems like a pretty decent premise. You, no, you never saw this before? No, never. I, uh, I, I do remember. This was. I remember the poster. Uh, this and was. And a very this misleading was, poster. This was a VHS uh this is one of those ones that was the cash grab. They had the the cover of the VHS was this very ominous, weird looking thing that I'm sure got this thing rented a lot when uh-huh. it was in the video stores. There's these things called video stores back in the before. Oh, time. I miss those places. In the in the before time, and you'd wander around and and when you actually went out of your house and yes. bought stuff and, and rented stuff. And it was a job of it was the job of the designer, the graphic artist, if you will, to make something. It didn't even have to represent it, really. It had to grab attention. And this one has a very eerie cover. It was like a a skeleton in a space suit sticking out of sand yep. with the uh, smashed up castle behind it. Or, uh, uh, smashed up rocket, like capsule, I meant. Uh, so very, very interesting cover. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I remember it from when I was a kid. I just never rented it. 
I thought um, you might have. I thought this was yeah. a favorite of yours or no, something. No, no, never heard of it before. Just kind oh, of a. Okay. So, this is a. In I like the premise of this movie. Delivery, meh. Premise is pretty interesting. Where there's a team of of astronauts living in a spaceship that's circling the Earth, and they're the satellite satellite, and they have nukes on it. Their job is if something goes wrong to nuke the the enemy from well, the, from they, space. They have to be told by the government. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. yeah. They I can't mean, do it on their they're own. not rogue. I mean, but yeah, they're so they they're a spaceship um, defense team. You that know. nobody knows about except for like high upper high high ranking people. High ranking know. people. Yeah. So they're up there, and they're doing the usual the usual trapped in space shit where. Oh, I miss my family, you know, there's some broken things and blah, blah, blah. And they talk, you know, just banter that we're so used to with this stuff now. Can't wait to get home, mom and apple pie. Exactly. And, um, Before they nuke everything. And war war were declared. War breaks out. War they, be they, declared. They start seeing nuclear flashes and they, their stations start going away. That sequence I enjoyed quite a bit. They were frantic. And that's, I think, in reality, if you were sitting up in space and think you don't really know what's going on and things are just kind of blipping out, you know, that was well done. This is obviously done on the cheap. It, there was oh, no, yeah. There was, like, there's no money here. You no, know? no, no. But it was, no. that's why I kind of give it some credit. It was a decent story, you know. So they're, they're kind of freaking out, and the captain is being very captain-like. Although he's painted as kind of a dick. Yeah. Uh, he kind of has to be for that role. Mm-hmm. If you're in charge of a thing that kills people with nukes, you have to be careful. You got to be hard, you know. Yeah. So and then then while they're kind of deciding if this is really happening or not, a Russian incoming uh, bo- uh thing something's coming at them. Like so they somebody found out they were there and they're trying to destroy it and they they nuke that thing in space, mm-hmm. which was probably about a half of the budget. For the movie was pretty showing much that, that effect. Yeah. That effect which this was, is like before CGI, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Or at the very beginning of it. No. Yeah, when was it from the eighties? This is uh eighty four, I think. Oh, okay. Isn't it? Yeah, I don't I didn't know. I didn't yeah. look up the date. I heard this played in theaters. I remember seeing the poster in theaters. Yeah. I never want to see it though. Um so then the one guy who has a, a wife and kid, um gets a gets a like a final transmission as she has a like a walkie-talkie kind of set up that he, she can talk to him sometimes. And it, this is one of the most horrific last messages you'd ever hear, you know. Your sister's blind. Yeah. The radiation is killing us all. My teeth are falling out. Yeah, right. Uh, Earth is gone. We're all dead, you know. I love you. This is my... Our our souls will meet in heaven, and this is the end, you know. Yeah. And it's and it cuts out. It's and it is a very it, it it's a lot longer than that. Trust me, folks. But it it was a uh, it was it went on a little too long. But it was very gut wrenching. So this guy's flipping out like we got to go home. And the captain's like we ain't going nowhere. And that's I mean I was kind of like yeah exactly the last place I would go would be Nuke Town. I'd be up exactly. in my little happy safe place. We got to find out where we can land so we don't. I'd know. never land. I'd try I'd try and figure out a way to be self sufficient and just stay there. But well, he said, I think he said he only had forty days. Yeah, that's of food that's or, the there's a ticking clock there. So yeah, and then the, somewhere along the line, we find out that what happened was that there was some ship that was hijacked by Libyans, and they had nuclear nuke, and they started like bombing, yeah. and the Russians thought it was the Americans, and blah blah blah. Which some um, that that is the constant. That's the underlying theme of all. Today, all pro and con nuke stuff is some crazy crackpot's gonna get one and start World War II. Even today, you know, is it, it never feasible ends. or probable? No. The no. En- the end game is the end of everything. So, I don't know. But there know. are but there are crackpots in this world that would like to see the end of everything. That's fine. Somewhere, you know, and I don't somewhere in a desert. Yeah, I don't. I don't spend much time thinking about it. No. Uh, so the um. So then they decide, no, we're going to stay up here and we're going to figure out where we can go. We'll find out where there's some decontaminated land and we'll try and get there. Well, they're all sleeping in their bunks and uh, things just go haywire. They separate, the ship separates some, somehow like, a, a, like a, a virus got uploaded to their computer. And this is, this is the era of computers that I really love where it was like the green screen and everything like went... Yeah, it like yeah. it like scrolled across like a typewriter was typing it. Yeah, you know, yeah. kind of kind of very uh, 
cool late 70s style computer. So that um, then the ship launches all the nukes and separates. And you're like, well, okay, that's... Except one. Except one. One gets, but gets one hung up. M- malfunction. Yeah, yeah. malfunction. And, and, he, and this guy's like, well, we're going to crash land. I set it for the, the, the longest timer is 60 hours. So when we get out of the capsule, we got 60 hours to get away from this son bitch because it's going to go. Keep that in mind, everyone. The ticking clock. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. So they they they're crashing down, and then at some point the parachute parachute comes out. So yeah. they have a rough landing, but they make it. You know, one of the girl gets knocked out. On like I a thought beach. She was dead. Yeah. Nice beach too. Yeah, yeah. It was in uh, Canada. Well, I think it was supposed to be in Canada or something. Really? Like was it? I, no, I don't know. So they land, and she, they he thinks she's the one guy, not the pilot or whatever. The other guy thinks she's dead, but she's like, she's just like concussed or whatever so they hear like knocking at their door so he's knocking back like you keep on knocking but you can't come in yeah right so they're like oh my god there's somebody out there yeah we're we're safe we're We're safe because it lands with the door down Mm -hmm. so they're trying to dig themselves out yeah you're right the capsule is like embedded into the beach which i never thought that before but without freak me out oh being trapped like that in a coffin, you had to dig. Ugh. But anyway, go ahead. So, so as they're digging out, they're going like, "Hey, there's people out there. Yeah, we're safe. You know, blah blah." So as they're digging out, the guy like sticks his hand up there. Hey, help me out! And all of a sudden, like he's like, "Oh my God, no, no!" And, like they're trying he's to screaming. Yeah, he's screaming. Like the person on the other side is like, yeah, trying to like drag him out of there like forcefully. So the the captain gets involved in it, and then then like. You know, Captain, you know, takes the brunt of it. You know, he gets pulled out. He gets pulled he, out and his hand and falls back. And he got a hand falls back or whatever. You go, uh-oh, there's some bad, bad stuff going yeah. on. So this guy there, flips whatever. out and closes the capsule back up because now there's murderers on the other side. Yeah, because it's like he doesn't know what's going on. Post, post-apocalyptic, there's always like these weird various scenarios. But now here's, I, now, now here's number one problem with this movie for me. Uh-huh. Okay, they set, they, they set it up so when he gets out... They're supposed to be these cannibals. Yeah. They don't do anything with them. Nope. They don't do anything. They just that one scene, boom, done. You're, you're thinking that like they're gonna do like a Walking Dead where you gotta watch out because anybody can be a cannibal roving cannibals at or all each time, one. Yeah. They just stopped right there. So he gets out. He leaves the girl there. He makes a tape saying, "Don't go out because it, this is crazy town." You know. And he's like roaming around, and then like, uh, does the guy, the guy in the kilt, spot him, or he? Uh, yeah, he no, he he he's running from the cannibals. He trips a tripwire, and the that's right. The tree with the machetes like falls down around that's him. Right, he traps yeah, yeah. him. He doesn't kill him. They miss him. But then the person that helps him out is this guy, this crazy guy in a kilt, um, who's kind of set up to be like com- comic relief, sort, sort of, of but kind of sort of. But he's nuts. Yeah. You know. Yeah. As everyone is, and this 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 is. This is almost like an unbelievable version of what would happen afterwards. Now I understand the reality of it is it's kind of gonna it would be a very harsh world. People that banded together would still form as a society or or like function as one. They wouldn't just be crazy town running around. Maybe right right after, but not. You'd get packs of people like you that's know, how you, their that's own, how humans yeah. live. By being more of things than other things, you know. Yeah. So anyway, but any, but who cares? So the guy like you know shackles him up and he's and he's grilling him. And really he's, rough. He's a rough. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. Mean. He's a rough guy. And then the pilot's trying to tell him, look, there's a spaceship there. I got, I got 40 days of food. If you let me go, I'll show you where it is. And blah blah blah. And then they're trying to, you know, the other guy goes, ah, I don't know if I want to do that. And all of a sudden, an explosion goes off. And like the you know the 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 kilted dude goes out to find out what it is. Who set off his trap? Somebody set off his trap, and all of a sudden some girl walks in. Yeah, she comes. Yeah, she comes up from the basement. She comes from the basement. Yeah, it's like that was that was strange too, you know. And she's like, you know, like uh, she's talking to the dude. No, she just grabs a, car, a, a a a bottle of jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just starts eating, eating it with it. her fingers like she's starving to death. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. She starts talking to the dude, and she's like, I know where there's more food to help me out or whatever. She's like gonna help him, and then all of a sudden, like crazy Joe comes back yeah. in, and, he's and the, everything is always. All, uh, this is kind of interesting. No money, money ain't worth nothing after the apocalypse. Everything is a bartering deal. Like I'll give you twenty, I'll give you uh, thirty days of the food. Give me ten and a knife. I'll give you, I'll give you forty days. I'll take all forty, and I'll shoot you. Well, then why would I do it? Like 
it's a lot of give and take, which is well written and actually a, a kind of good to the story because it's carried out throughout the whole thing. Everything is a barter. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. You know, even if it's whatever sex, even if it's whatever, that doesn't come up. But everything, water, food, the necessities of life are all bartering. Exactly. You yeah. Know? So it's kind of neat. You know? So you know, they, so they finally say, look, um, let's go to the let's go to the ship. I'll get your food. You know, they cut a deal the three of them. So. They get on his like big old tractor. It's like a tractor that's a fortified thing with the gun turrets and all that stuff. Kind of neat, and that's what it would be too. Like that's what kind of vehicles would be around, either like very nimble motorcycles, like um, mini like bikes. Mad Max thing. Yeah, or or, or like those heavy armored things. You know? Yeah. So they uh, so they head off, and then they get they get captured by another group of you know militia. Yeah, like like he's talking about fort, whatever military installation is there. That's like the dominant tribe of the area, you can tell. Right. Um, which was kind of neat. The one thing that was funny about that that whole scene when he when he has them he has them chained up and then they're they're in the bucket of the bulldozer, chained fast. And there's these guys try to like take over the the thing. He he kills one of them. Then the other one that falls off the back, he like puts the tractor in reverse and runs him down. Yeah. And like smi- like laughs about it, like he smiled that he killed him. It was kind of morbid but funny. It was like the almost like a Death Race 2000 uh, comedy style, yeah, right, you know, right, yeah. where it's very morbid but you kind of chuckle at it because he took the time to put it in reverse yeah. and kill the guy. But then he goes forward and then they go they get to the ship and that's when they're like, "Where's the ship?" And he's like, "I don't know. It was dark when I landed. Let's go find it." And then then the the militia, which is what you're saying, kind of catches them. They get the girl first, and then they actually just keep throwing hooks and chains on this tractor until it can't move. Right. Kind of right. neat. Um, and they throw a grenade in there to get the guy, and he co- he comes out, and they laugh because it was a fake. You know? Yeah, he just jumps right out, you know. So they got him. And now this is where it takes, like, that smarmy 80s. Yeah, that's the, the bad part. guy. The bad guy's some, like, some like high school, you know, snotty guy like James Spader would have been like yeah. him in a in a bigger budget movie. And yeah, exactly, you know. And it's very um it reminds you of the yuppie era or of the 80s bad guys and 80s snarky villains were really some of the most annoying of the of, If you would have been a guy with like a, a mohawk and like an eye missing, it would have been a little more like, you know, believable. Hell, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, Bruce Dern. Dude, give me anybody, Peter Fonda. Well, the, you know, believe it or not, the the the, the main astronaut who is our hero, uh, I forget what his name is, but Howell, Howard, yeah, yeah something like Hubble that. or something. He is like Bruce Dern in that he's the most unassuming. You wouldn't think this guy could lead anything. He's very yeah. meek and weak and not like the captain. You'd have been like, well, this guy's your hero because he's like <laughs> doing push-ups and like kind of a prick anyway, you know. So this guy is the meeker of the three of them. I think the one, I think the doctor, other the third astronaut is tougher than he is. Sure, but the woman is. He ends up being the one, you know, that kind of. So yeah, so they have the two astronauts because at this point the militia also got the lady doctor astronaut out of the capsule. They have the capsule. They have the two astronauts, and they have this girl from the the kilt guy and the kilt guy. Yeah, and the kilt guy, and then it turns out that the girl was uh, an ex girlfriend of the. Main militia guy. The head, yeah, guy who's just a jerk, you know. And then later you find out that the militia guy actually had the spaceship brought down because uh, his dad was one of the admirals and he knew about it. So he wanted to bring it down because they would find out where all these... Codes, yeah. All these codes, and they would also find out where all these places where bomb shelters were, like secret bomb shelters were. So they can hide out and not have to worry about anything so else. This is a, so that was interesting. That was that wrinkle there was very intelligently written, because it just could have been stupidity running amok. But it, yeah. in, in 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 reality, the guy, because they were on a ship that got that was heading towards one of these safe zones. It got it went down. The the chopper went down. They lived. The guy who he made bring the spaceship down, upload the virus, was one of the top engineers for the military because you know, even that was the other thing this guy was very coy the the astronaut was when this guy was talking to him because he's like i don't how did you know we were even up there no one knew about this clandestine nuke capacity right, it was, nuke secret, cap- top, it secret, was top secret yeah. so by him knowing it he was like wait a minute, this isn't right <clears throat> so from here it kind of degrades into the the usual 
you know, people like, in cages getting abused by the five or six of the military guys, you know, pissing on them and beating them up and the usual bullshit. And then they're going to they give them a fake trial and they're going to, like, hang them. And then they, before they hang them, the four, he tells them, okay, i got a deal. If one of you wants to live... You can. I'll let you live, but you gotta pull the the. You gotta hang your you friends. Know. Yeah. And and the, and the co-pilot is the one who decides to do it. That was weird because you weren't sure at this point if he was trying to be a hero or if he was just yeah, being a did. weasel. And but then while that's going on, this guy that had been tortured before, a scientist guy that yeah. had been tortured before, and then like, you know, like he was he he got out of his wherever he was at. And he was crawling on the ground. Because he was the paralyzed. He was the paralyzed guy that did the virus. He was the paralyzed guy, yeah. He was yeah. assigned. Oh, well, he was paralyzed. Okay, so he's crawling through the ground. And like, uh, and he's like, you go, what's he going to do? You know, he's like some paralyzed guy. What's he going to do? So as uh, the co-pilot is getting ready to pull the, the lever, supposedly, while right. the guns are, guns are pointed at him, the, the paralyzed guy grabs a gun out of somewhere. I don't know if he had one on him or whatever. Yeah, he, he got shoots, someone. He shoots the you know the main bad kid. Yeah, he shoots the bad the leader in the leg, <coughs> which causes mayhem. It causes mayhem, and the co-pilot just takes off. He escapes. Yeah, he just runs. And the other three are are you know caught or whatever. But the the main the bad guy is hurt, so yeah. he gets the doctor. See now, the, yeah, the other astronaut who was alive was a doctor, and he knows that. So he's like, get the get her down from there because I need someone to take this bullet out of my leg. Yeah. So th- at that point, she's like, I'll I'll fix you, but you you can't hang them. That's you know no no more of this crap. Get him down. So he agrees, but then he's like, okay, I won't hang them. Wink, wink. You know, asterisk. Yeah. I won't kill them, but I'm gonna kill them. Honorable. Yeah. I won't uh kill them. So she patches him up with the med kit, and then she and then she tries to inject him. He says, inject me with some painkillers, but she has poison. Yeah. Potassium. Potassium. Yeah. Which I don't know. Whatever. Um. And he's kind of slick. He's, he knows that she's trying to kill him. So he grabs her and injects her with it. And then she just dies there in a lump. Yeah. Very weird because she stays there in her lump form just laying there going like, Ugh. Yeah, she did that a lot in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> she, I, don't think, I don't think she was a willing participant to this movie. I think nah. she was just knocked out. And mostly they just got her drunk and then just let her lay somewhere. So they put Kilt Guy and the girl back in the caves because the girl, his girlfriend doesn't want. But then at some point she decides she wants to go with him. Well, she's like playing the long con. Yeah, I guess. I think she's like, oh, yeah, well, I, okay, I'll get I might this. as well get out of here. Because the whole premise of this is we're going to take over this. Uh, uh, we have a, a, sail, a sailboat, and we're going to sail off to a safe zone. That's yeah. the whole drive of this movie. To find out where the safe zone is, get in the sailboat, Now, take keep off. in mind, everyone, there is a ticking clock. We're showing it every now and then. It's not obnoxious. Every now and then they say, hey, yeah. just to remind you, there's a bomb here, and it's in the middle of the compound, you know. Yeah. So at this point, Bruce Dern wannabe, our co-pilot, comes up and goes, "Okay, get off the ship." Like he's just going to take the ship. Well, no, he hijacks. He goes back to the. He kills the guys first, though. I'm he talking ki- about the co-pilot. Yeah, the co-pilot kills the two guys on the boat first. No, but wait, then wait, he wait, goes wait, back wait, but before, the, but before he does that, when he escapes, he goes back to the house. Right, and gets the and guns. he grabs the tractor and the guns, and then right. they break in and they start mayhem and the. No, but that's that. He gets the gun first. Then he goes to the ship because he shoots those two guys. He, I think he goes to verify there's a ship because I thought it was shown out of sequence. So this, the, the, he goes and he's like, okay, get out the ship. And they reach for guns and he's like, don't reach for it, don't reach for it. Then he finally oh, shoots them. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. So he shoots right, them. Then right. he's like, so he's taking that's over right. the ship, but then he gets the tractor and goes back for the guy. That's right. I forgot. I thought you had gotten to the end of the movie. No, 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 that's no. Right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. But so then he, then he, so now he knows there's a ship. He unwillingly shoots these people trying to be tough, but he just shoots them because that's the reality of life now. But he knows he knows there's a ship. Yeah, so he, now he knows there's a ship. So now he goes back and gets this tractor, goes and gets Kilt Man, and, uh, and he And he, like, tries, he tries to save that old lady that was in there, but she died. So weird, yeah. That was like, a, they're trying to be touching, I guess. So. And they open up all the cages and they let people out and they give them guns. <laughs> this is so funny. The guy, the Kilt guy goes, they open up, they come crashing through one of the compound uh, jails and the guy gets out of the bucket of the of the of the tractor and he's like who wants guns <laughs> it was like everyone like rushes towards him and yeah. grabs guns and just starts mayhem which is fun, kind of funny because I mean oftentimes the best way to escape someplace is to unleash the inmates sure cause the most cause so much mayhem that you're a, but a speck in the you know in the, in the pile you know so uh, so then they unleash everybody and then him and Kilt Man get back in the tractor and go 
go to the ship. Meanwhile, like all the people that got unleashed, somehow or another got all killed by the the guards. Yeah, these guards are even though ruthless. there's like eight thousand, like a whole ton of people. That were, but anyway, they get so they get to the ship at the end of the movie, and it's like the main bad guy, the girl, his main henchman, and main two other henchman guys. and two other guys. And the main henchman looked like he looked like who's that kind of stock standard bad guy that's like. Willem, D- not Willem Dafoe. Will- Willem, Willem, Will- Willem. Not Willem Dafoe. No, no, no. Um. Oh, shit. I don't know. Hold on, let me pause. You look like Garth Brooks to me. Ah, <laughs> hold on. Oh my God, that took forever. What? William Forsythe, the, the the main bad guy. For all that for this. Uh, the main bad guy, uh, his henchman looked like a very young William Forsythe. Sort of, yeah. But not enough that I could even remember William Forsythe. With like a fake oh little pencil God. neck. Pencil Sorry. thin mustache. Sorry, Doctor Morbius. Uh, off air, Doctor Morbius had to endure like ten minutes of me clicking around Steven Seagal's filmography because I remembered he was a bad guy in a Steven Seagal movie. And I'm like, no, well, wasn't this one? I oh, was. Oh, was I, I was shocked to see how many movies Steven Seagal has made. Dude, hundreds. They're almost all direct to video now, and they're holy. Shit. Yeah, we did one of them early on. They are so garbage. Anyway, so at this point, the main bad guy says, "Give me your guns." Because there's his main henchman, and then there's two other like other henchmen, which I think are the same guys that got shot by that other guy. Reprising their role. Reprising their role. And I'm like, okay, they're man, whatever. bad guy henchmen. So then the main bad guy kills those two. Yeah. There's and only three left. The, does, now, does he make the bad the, the main henchman swim, or does? Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. He goes get off the boat. He doesn't shoot his main friend. He just says get off. He's gonna, he thinks he's gonna shoot him. Yeah, but his main his main friend was like he said, "Give me your guns." I go, "Really? Give me your guns, you little twerp! I'll give you the gun. I'll mm. break your, you know, whatever." But he makes his main guy, so it's just him and the girl. Yeah, because they want as much as much food and whatever as they can. So everybody's off the boat, and then the 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 guy goes on the boat, the the pilot, because yeah, they co- swam out. Yeah, the, the kilt man and the main guy swam out to get the bad guy. So he he makes him get off too, because he's gonna cut the girl's throat. Yeah, well, she, the girl throws him the line because she sees him. So you know she's either she's just gonna go for whatever is best scenario for her, or this is the longest longest con. But uh, whatever. So she, he gets up on the board and then boat, well, and then he he's like, I'll cut her throat because he knows the astronaut likes her. So he makes him jump. Yeah, he so he jumps. So and when and when and when the main bad guy goes to look and see if it, you know if he's if he's actually in the water, she throws the the the, the sail. Yeah. So main knocks him classic down. Classic move. The yeah. sailboat classic, like getting knocked out by the swinging sail. So um, he, she, he's board. Not, he gets knocked out into the water and they just, I don't know. They just leave him in the drink or whatever. Yeah. I think. Where they didn't even shoot him or nothing. And like no, that. and then the next scene. Oh. Because of the next scene. Yeah. Him and the main bad guy. Because so. Those two, those three, I guess, did the kilt man got up there? Kilt man was out there too. So all yeah. three of them are on the spa- the the sail- sailboat. They got the coordinates for the for the place. Yeah. So now main bad guy and his henchmen get back to their compound. Yeah, right. Licking right, their right. wounds. We'll try That's again right. next That's time. That's right. Yeah. They look around at all these dead bodies. That's right. Oh, uh, you remember? Hey, you remember that bomb that didn't yeah. go off? Three. Two, one, shot from the, uh, looking back from the boat, kaboom. That's right, yeah, that's right. Nuke. And you see, like, the big cloud. The mushroom the cloud. And then there was this weird type that says, like, all, all was right with the world. Yeah. And you're like, wait. Not really. What? Nothing's right with the world. What the hell are you talking about? It didn't say that exactly. It was just some weird type, and I was like... That's not right, but yeah. oh well. This movie had an interesting premise, you know. It started good. It got kind of lost steam. A little too much when, of when the they got to the when they got to the compound. A little too much of the shoving people with gun butts. Yeah. Which that kind of stuff is like okay, I get it. You know, there was there was some. It was a well written story. Um, it, it also it also like it also like lost something in my view because of. Most of the actors are unknowns. In fact, all of them are unknown, pretty oh, much, yeah. except for maybe I think the the captain. I think I've seen him in some movies, and a couple of people I did too. But if like somebody that you could like a Bruce Dern or you know Dennis Hopper or somebody like that was Get the main somebody. bad guy or somebody that you knew, it'd kind of like it'd give it a little more like a flair. The main bad guy was you know he was a snotty jerk. But there wasn't there wasn't enough. He doesn't doing enough to get me to like you know. I mean you hate him, but yeah. 
Yeah. You just hate him because you hate him. You just hate him because you hate him because he looks like a little preppy weird guy. Hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like a preppy guy. So there was a little bit lacking in that, but as it is, it's it's kind of late in the game for dystopian movies, even though there's a few after this. Yeah. By 84, 85, they had run their course right. pretty much. You know? But there was, was a few, like World Gone Wild that we did and yeah. and a couple of other ones. I thought it was a fun movie. I had fun with it. I didn't hate it. Um, I liked you know, it, and it, then I got bored. It got it was ebbs and flows definitely. This one didn't maintain uh, excitement like the Leaping Fish, the Mysteries of the Leaping Fish did. No, no, but um, no. Uh, what do you give this one? A six. No, yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna go about a seven, six point five to seven in that range. Uh, there's it's definitely okay. there's better ones out there, but it, there's way worse. This this was a fine movie. You could tell they were doing a lot with the budget they had. Um, oh yeah, you know yeah, like, this, this like, was made for a nickel and a wish, and they did all right. You know they did. They, I mean they, it's. They did. They did the best they could for with the budget that they had and the restrictions that they had, as far as like, you know, uh, sets and um, you know. Uh, <laughs> Funny thing, the only time that they showed boobs, you didn't want to see them. I know that woman when they went there. The, yeah, Gross, uh, weird. They, yeah, they, no the boobs. one point, the captain's watching porn on the move on a monitor, which is funny because you know you're in space. But then when they got to got to land, they come into that that military camp. And there's like a lady who I'm guessing is like a sex worker or a hooker, and you're like, oh, I don't want to see this. Get this away. Show the bomb again yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's it for this week. Uh, we had a lot of fun with both movies. I did anyway. Um, uh, Dr. Morbius kind of went to sleep on the second one, but then, you know. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. They it, wasn't were both, it wasn't bad. Yeah, they're both above fives, so they're all right. Yeah, it um, wasn't bad. All right, that's it for this week. My name is Matt with me as always. Dr. Morbius. We'll see you next week for some more movie shenanigans. <laughs>